Hello, and welcome to the Selling St. Pete podcast, your go-to resource for all things real estate and all things St. Pete. I'm your host, Nicole Sanchez. Hello, and welcome to the Selling St. Pete podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Sanchez. Today's podcast is entitled, Buyers and Sellers and Homeowners Beware. And we're gonna be talking about the use of surveillance devices in homes. I thought it was important to talk about this for three reasons. One, there is a growing trend of inexpensive Wi-Fi enabled cameras and microphones being installed by homeowners. Two, surveillance laws vary state by state. So it is important to know that the use of this technology may have legal implications. And three, in a transaction that's already fraught with emotion and potentially laden with pitfalls, the rise in use of this technology is raising new concerns about privacy, courtesy, and legality. Over the past several years, we have seen technology get smarter and smarter. And these technologies can benefit buyers, sellers, and homeowners. For instance, technology such as Matterport, a 3D camera, provides buyers with a 3D tour or virtual reality tour, which essentially gives them the opportunity to walk through the property from the comfort of their own home. And this can be a great option for buyers who are looking to relocate or who live in another city or country or maybe on vacation and are house hunting. Products such as Nest, the programmable thermostat, gives homeowners the opportunity to manipulate the temperatures of their home from their phone. Other products allow homeowners to turn lights on and off with the touch of a button and give them the opportunity to increase energy efficiency while decreasing their utility bills. Additionally, products such as Bluetooth sound systems, smart TVs, I could go on and on. And with the advent of nanny cams and products such as the Ring doorbell and other surveillance cameras and microphones, Homeowners are equipping their homes for a variety of reasons, such as monitoring their homes while away or while the home is under construction or renovation, to prevent porch pirates from stealing packages, to make sure their children get home safely, to monitor pets, to deter abusive or irresponsible caretakers, and even potentially to spy on home buyers and realtors during showings. And according to Parks Associates, a consumer technology research firm, about 9.4 million homes in the US are equipped with Wi-Fi enabled cameras and microphones. And this amounts to about 7.5% of homes. And as many as 11 million homes have similar but more limited setups. And forecasters project that by 2022, as many as 50 million homes will have at least one Wi-Fi camera installed. 
The rise of recording technology has also prompted additional unresolved issues, such as whether the devices are included with the sale of the property, and what happens with the data the devices have captured, who owns that data. In a survey conducted by Harris Poll for NerdWallet, 15% of Americans who have ever sold a home said they've used surveillance cameras to monitor home buyers, while a whopping 67% said they would use such cameras if they were selling a home that had them. And as I mentioned previously, surveillance laws vary state by state. So it is important to know what is permissible in the state you reside. In general, video monitoring is prohibited in places where someone has a reasonable expectation of privacy. Places such as bathrooms, shower areas, hotel rooms, bedrooms, locker rooms, and changing rooms. And in many states, recording audio requires the consent of both parties. The law often treats video and audio recording differently. Generally, it's legal to record surveillance video using a camera in your business or home without the consent of those you're recording. However, the recording of audio is restricted by the Federal Wiretap Act. This act is a law that imposes civil and criminal liabilities for intentionally recording communications. The Electronic Communications Privacy Act of 1986 provides an exception to the Federal Wiretap Act for job-related conversations for employers, but not for employees. And there are additional restrictions to audio recordings in nearly every state. In Florida, for example, both parties must consent to audio recordings, but not video. That said, I know this may be shocking to hear, but not everyone is going to abide by the law. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not advocating for people to go out and break the law, but just think about it. How many people do you know who adhere to the speed limit? Enough said. I am not advocating for or against the use of recording devices, but I do want to share some information that could be useful if you are thinking of using these devices and or potentially looking at homes that are equipped with these devices. So I'm gonna start with home sellers and provide some tips for sellers who have surveillance devices. Number one, the National Association of Realtors suggests hanging a sign in the home or including information in the listing alerting visitors that the property is equipped with surveillance devices. But note that even if a seller posts signs warning buyers that cameras are in use, a buyer may have a reasonable expectation of privacy in some rooms such as a bathroom or bedroom. Two, while these devices have helped many local authorities solve crimes, 
There have been many instances of internet-connected cameras being hacked and used to harass homeowners. According to a lawsuit filed by an Alabama man, the man claimed his ring device was hacked and used to harass his children. The lawsuit also mentioned an incident in Texas in which a hacker allegedly threatened a couple and demanded a ransom of $350,000 in Bitcoin. And in Mississippi, a hacker allegedly tried to engage with an eight-year-old girl claiming he was Santa Claus. Number three, directing cameras to a neighbor's property without their consent could cause trouble. So be aware of that before deciding to monitor your neighbor's property. Four, if you live in a condo or townhome community, consult your HOA or condo docs before installing any surveillance devices. And if you do install devices, make sure you know the association's rules and regulations pertaining to the use of these devices. And lastly, in many cases, buyers and or agents who notice surveillance cameras in particular, motion-activated cameras reported feeling violated, uncomfortable, annoyed, or awkward. So it's just important to know how buyers may be feeling when they're going through your home for showings. And now that I've shared some tips for sellers, I want to share some tips for buyers who are house hunting. One, buyers and their agents cannot always assume that a seller and or listing agent will disclose the property is equipped with surveillance devices. So, buyer beware. A good rule of thumb for buyers and their agents is that regardless of whether there are any signs, they should assume recording devices could be monitoring the showing of the property. Two, Be on your best behavior when you're looking at homes. Please leave your pets at home and also be sure to keep an eye on your children or anyone who accompanies you when you're going through a showing. If you break something, and this happens far more often than you would think, let your agent or the listing agent know. Trust me, as a listing agent, There is nothing worse than having to tell your client about something that has been broken and not knowing how it happened. And three, don't forget the impression you create in the minds of the seller and the listing agent can be a great opportunity to get a leg up on buyers, but it can also be detrimental to the success of your offer. Remember, Selling a home is more than just a financial transaction. For many, it is an emotional experience for sellers who are saying goodbye to a place that probably holds a lot of special memories. And remember, their decision to accept or decline an offer is not always based strictly on price or on terms. Sellers are humans and can easily be influenced by how much they like or dislike prospective buyers. So, be mindful of what you say when you are viewing properties. 
Keep renovation plans under wraps. You may think your extensive renovation plans are exciting, but you do need to be sensitive about the sentimental value items may have for a seller. For instance, the original hardwood floors in a 100-year home that you're planning to replace may be what the current seller loves most about the home. Or you may think a chandelier is hideous, but it is a cherished heirloom. Remember, a seller may well choose a lower offer rather than sell the home to a buyer whose plans they don't agree with. Conversely, you probably don't want to admit you've found your dream home to the seller or listing agent. If they know you are in love with the property, it could give them additional ammunition to negotiate for a higher offer. In other words, if you wouldn't say it directly to the seller or listing agent, I wouldn't recommend saying it in the home or on the porch. Wait until you are back in the car or in a, another location to discuss. I hope you found this topic useful. Thanks for tuning in and have a great week. Thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe so you can listen to future episodes. And if you have a show topic that you'd like to share with me or have a real estate related question that you'd like to ask, I'd love to hear it. You can call or text me at 719-201-5022 or you can reach me via email at Nicole at SellingStPetefl.com. That's N-I-C-O-L-E at S-E-L-L-I-N-G-S-T-P-E-T-E-F-L.com. Thank you.